pros do it right by relying on trusted brands because your reputation depends on it. Lowe's is here to help by having more of those brands in stock like DeWalt. So when you need a DeWalt tool fast, you know where to go and where to save. Because we stock the largest in-store selection of DeWalt power tools and accessories of any national retailer. And now you can save $100 on a DeWalt XR2 Tool 20-volt max brushless power tool combo kit featuring a drill and impact driver for just $289. Do it right for less. Start with Lowe's. Offer valid through 616 U.S. only. Hello, Grinders, and welcome back to the Daily Fantasy Fix Podcast. I'm your host, Travis Mangone, here to break down today's NBA slate for you guys. Uh, We're still doing some NBA here over here on the Fantasy Fix. If you're looking for some MLB stuff, we have tons of information out there for you guys to check out, so head on over and check that out. We got some premium stuff. We got some free stuff. Uh, You know, the Morning Grind. We got the premium podcast. We got tons of stuff, and then we got Grinders Live. So if you need any of that MLB info, check it out over there. But I'll be breaking down the NBA games for you guys, and again, I still think there's some uh, pretty solid action out here. Still some really nice games that we can uh, target and whatnot. So let's get started and dive right in and look at these games. First game we have on the slate, we have the Dallas Mavericks and the Detroit Pistons. This is a 2-0-2 total here, and on paper, you look at it and you go, man, this is a game I really don't want to target, but there's enough injuries for me to have some interest here, and just like the teams running tight enough rotations where I'm definitely interested in this. Let's talk about the injuries real quick. We'll run through them. Uh, Blake Griffin right now, there's a, you know... 50-50 50-50 chance of returning over the last four games. We really don't know if he's going to, so stay tuned for that. If he's out, uh, you know, going to be a lot of value there, and I'm just going to assume he's still probably going to be out here. We still don't know on Dennis Smith Jr. Uh, he, he could be playing. He could not be, so again, that's one that we're still kind of waiting and seeing on. Nerns Noel, he's out. J.J. Barea, he's out. Dwight Powell, we're still kind of, you know, game time decision on him. Uh, he sat out Wednesday's game, so could sit out this one, but we don't have, like, final word or anything right now, and uh, same with Salah Mejri, so there's a lot of news here that we're gonna have to watch for and I think the key thing to look at on this game is if a lot of these guys sit there's a ton of value that we have to look at on Dallas and have interest in right like it's just it, it's the inevitable if these guys sit like if the point guard sit right well Yogi Ferrell is gonna be uh, someone to look at uh, I think Harrison Barnes is automatically a good play with all these guys uncertain and whatnot I think there's upside at that price uh, so I think he's perfectly fine I'm curious though what they kind of say they're gonna do with the you know are they gonna go more of a youth movement here the last couple games we saw Jonathan Motley get 41 minutes and have 27 fantasy points last game out there so uh you know that could obviously be something that happens uh so it's it's really the wait and see approach with all these injuries there's a lot of injuries here to kind of digest and i wish i could totally just break it down for you completely but i think this is just you know seven o'clock game just the best thing to say is you know be at your computer at 5 30 that's when we'll likely get the news on that and you know kind of check out the news then I, if we're missing a lot of these uh you know these, a lot of these big men there there's going to be opportunities here for the, the bigs it's just it's the inevitable so look look at the big men and the guards i think they're going to be important and you know just noting the guys that have been getting a ton of minutes like molly uh, he had 41 minutes in the last game we saw dorian finney, finney smith he had 35 minutes so uh there's definitely opportunities here for a lot of these guys so just kind of stay tuned on that. I think, uh, you know, Dallas looks like a team on this slate that we really wouldn't want to have interest in. But if a lot of these guys are out, they're going to be a team that we, we are going to have a lot of interest in on the slate. Well, let's talk about the Pistons side of the ball real quick. So what's great about them is they're out of the playoffs, but they're still looks like they're going to run a tight rotation and keep doing what they've been doing all year. I don't really love, you know, Reggie Jackson and Ish Smith. I think they're still splitting the point guard minutes too much. I, I get there's upside for them here. Like, 
but I, I don't know. I just don't I think I'd rather take shots on other guys. I really like maybe going with Blake Griffin. Uh, with Lake Griffin likely out for this game, I mean, Anthony Tolliver is a guy that I think uh, I'd want to target still. He's been phenomenal with him out. Getting secure minutes, Anthony Tolliver is a really solid play. He's not as great of a play because his price has gone up a little bit, but I still think Tolliver is a nice play around the industry. I really like Andre Drummond in this spot if you want to spend the money on him. The problem is, do you want to spend the money on a guy who's really not competing for much, even though we know the minutes will be great and this is a fantastic matchup and it's a low total? So I, I kind of think I end up staying away from Drummond. Him, but I really like the spot for him. If you like the spot, I say far away. If you you know say you're stacking up this game uh, with a lot of the Dallas value and you want to run it back with a Drummond, I don't hate it. But again, this is not one of the most appealing games at 202 total, and uh, there's 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 gonna be better pay up spots on this slate. So uh, kind of just wanted to note that again. This is a game that I think there's there are plays in this game that we could target, but. Uh, temper your expectations wait on the news that's going to be important i think the value is going to be key on the dallas side of guys that we really want to target let's go on to the next team we've got the atlanta hawks and the washington wizards this is a game that i man again i kind of don't love a lot but there is some value here to look at I'll run through the injuries on both sides of the ball really quick for you. Uh, John Wall, unlikely to play for rest. Dennis Roder, he is out. We got Torrain Smith, he is questionable. Dwayne Dedman, he is listed as probable, so expecting him to play in this game. And uh, Malcolm Delaney still out. So yeah, there's still a ton of guys that are uh, you know out right now for both sides of the ball. So we'll start with the uh, the wizard side of the ball. And I really don't like a ton on that side, though. That's kind of one of the issues. Again, this is a 10-game slate. It's just there's going to be spots where I have to kind of pick and choose and not be too, uh, you know, not, not talk about every player I like. But if you force me to play one player on the Wizards, it's probably Otto Porter. I like his price and upside and matchup more than anyone on this side of the ball. And then for, for the rest of the guys, I'm just going to fade them and kind of stay away. If we look at the Hawks side, man, they are dealing with some injuries. So there's got some guys that we should definitely be targeting. There's going to be some value here. Isaiah Taylor, he's been really strong. You know, last game against Miami, he struggled, but between Isaiah Tyler and Tyler Dorsey, I think they're both decent value plays that we can target. I don't mind mixing and matching them throughout your lineups. I think they're fine plays. Again, they're they're kind of in value plays over the last couple weeks, and now they're starting to get a little pricier. So uh, they're not capped. They're they're not at their ceiling yet, but they're almost getting there with the prices. Uh, even in Damian Lee, I think he's a he's a fine solid option. And with a guy like Torian Prince, who is questionable for this game if Torian Prince is out that'll be really good for these guys right it just gives them more shot opportunities because Torian Prince has really had a lot of the volume and then that's just going to give them more volume that might even give uh, DeAndre Bembry a little bit of a bump he hasn't really played a ton recently but I'm not seeing him out for this game so uh if he plays I mean he's going to probably likely be the starter at small forward and if he ends up being the starter at small forward I mean that could be some really big news for us uh like just I mean, he'll just be starting and getting so many minutes. I mean, if you see the minutes that Torian Prince has played recently, I know I haven't seen a ton of DeAndre Bembry this year, but I'm guessing he'd get a lot of run and maybe becomes an interesting value play. Uh, in the front court, I'm really staying away from the front court with Dwayne Dedman back between Dedman, Muscala, John Collins. There's just too many guys around there where I can target value in, at other spots, and they're pricey, priced up enough where I don't think we need to be targeting them on this slate. But let's go on to the next game. We have the Charlotte Hornets, Orlando Magic. This is a 211.5 total. Let's talk about injuries here, and injuries are pretty simple in this game. There's only four of them, and it's on the Magic side of the ball. It's Evan Fournier. He's out. Jonathan Simmons, he's out. Jonathan Isaac and Terrence Ross, they are all out. 
We're going to breeze through this game really quick, though, guys. I mean, this is a game that I think I'm just fading completely. Uh, I think they're guys, some of these guys are priced up enough. Uh, I see Vucevic has a really nice price tag on DraftKings at 7.7K. And like at, at that price, I really want to play him. But the matchup against Howard is not the easiest. So uh, I don't know. A lot of these guys, like Dwight Howard, he gets a great matchup against the Magic. But he's kind of pricey. I mean, I don't want to pay 9.2K for Dwight Howard. That's really expensive for him. So... Uh, I, I think I'm just staying away from them in this game. Uh, I think if you want to play Dwight, I, I don't hate it, but 9.2K is expensive. I know he can, you know, get there, but I, I don't know. I think I'm going to stay away. Same with Kemba Walker. Yeah, he can obviously uh, exceed that 8.1K price tag, but I think there's just better guys to spend on on this slate, and I don't want to spend on these guys. So I'm fading this game completely, so we're going to go on to the next one because, again, I don't think this is a game you really want to target. And at the end of the night, if you look at the top of the leaderboards, I don't think this is going to be a, a, t- a game that is going to have anyone in it on the uh, winning line. Up, so I'll pass on this game. No thanks for me. Let's go to the next one. We got the Cleveland Cavaliers and the Philadelphia 76ers, 224 total. And this is a game I really like want to target here. You know, we have uh Joel Embiid, he is out and he's been out for a while, so that's obviously gonna be big for them. We got Dario Saric, he's expected to return for tonight's game, and then we got George Hill and Jose Calderon. They are out for this game. So uh, you know, big news here, obviously, for both sides, uh, you know, the Cavs are probably going to be playing without a point guard, so it's going to be point LeBron, and if, if you want to spend on LeBron, go for it. Uh, I'm not going to talk you out of it. If I'm building teams, I would love to center my teams around him. It, it's just going to be tough, right? Uh, he's definitely one of those guys, though, when you're building your lineups, he's in your player pool, and you're trying your best to get him in. It just depends if you can find uh, enough value, which I think you should be able to at this time of the year. So LeBron is one of my favorite spend-up options. I really want to spend up on Ben Simmons, but man, like, I've spent up on him, and I get it. He has upside. Like, he did it against Charlotte, you know, he can he can get the 50-point fantasy games, and he could do it against Cleveland, but I don't know. He's going to deal with LeBron James a lot, and I I, I don't know. I, I could just, I just think I'm going to stay away. I paid for him the other day, and it was kind of, it, it just didn't work out, and it was kind of frustrating, and I don't know. He can just be a little bit, a little bit frustrating at times, so at 9.7k and 9.6k, if I was paying in like the, like, high 8k range, I'd probably be more down for it, but this price tag is really expensive, and again, I'd rather spend on other guys. There's LeBron James on this slate, and Carl Anthony Towns, and those are two guys I really want to prioritize in my lineups on this slate. All right, so next, uh, you know, Besides the studs, who else do we want to talk about? Like Robert Covington, do I want to pay this price tag on him? I really don't want to. I think I'd rather go to Asarich, who's returning off an injury. Maybe people stay away from him in tournaments. We know he has a ton of upside. So I don't hate going to a guy like Dario Saric. think he could be interesting. I really like Jeff Green as a value play. Uh, they announced Jeff Green as a starter yesterday, but I think the big news was they basically said like that he was, was a starter going forward. So it sounds like that they're really committing to him as their guy. Even in playoffs, it sounds like he's going to be the starting power forward here. So I don't know. Maybe it's just like for the time being with with injuries and whatnot. I don't know. It sounds like they're starting Jeff Green from here on out. So the fact that they said that made me want to pull the trigger on him yesterday. And I pulled the trigger and it went well. Uh, I'm going to do it again just because I think he's way too cheap for for this spot. He's going to get a lot of uh, production. He's going to get a lot of minutes. Just that price is too cheap on him. So it's great exposure to this 224 total. I like him here in this spot. And also with them having no point guards, like Jeff Green will have to get a little bit more ball handling duties. So, uh, you know, second team usage, that'll help him out a lot. So 
like the C.D. Osmonds, that's one guy I kind of considered yesterday because I was looking for value. But I know he played 15 minutes and got there, but he's only played 15 minutes. If you like, you know, played it yesterday, I would just take your money and run it. I don't think I would do it again. I'd kind of stay away from that one there. Uh, if you want to mix in Rodney Hood and Jordan Clarkson, I don't hate it. I think they're they're fine options, but uh, I don't know. It's just like, do you want to keep chasing the Jordan Clarkson game? He popped a couple games ago, but now he's back down to being his old self, and it just seems like they're really not giving him that opportunity. I'd prefer Rodney Hood over him. That's the guy I would mainly go and look at there. But uh, that's about it for the Cavs side of the ball. You know, I talked about the Sixers a little bit. I think JJ Redick is interesting. He'll get on a lot of three point attempts, and uh, you know, he's definitely produced a lot better without Embiid. So uh, I like. JJ Redick, you know, if you force me to pick on the wing between him and Covington, give me JJ Redick instead. I like Sark too. Those are two Sixers I really like here. And then uh, Markel Fultz, he's still really cheap. Reason why is he's still not getting those minutes. So, like I've said, if they commit to giving him over 20 minutes, if they say, hey, we're going to give you 20 more minutes, we get that word before lineup lock, then I'll be down the fire away on Fultz at this price, but I'm going to stay away still. Uh, I'm just kind of waiting to, you know, get the word that we can fire away on him from the beat writers, but we still haven't gotten that. So uh, just kind of wait for that, and uh, hopefully we'll get that news sometime soon. Next game up, we got Raptors. We got Pacers, 209 total. And I don't think you'll hear me say this in any other game, but we have no injuries. No injuries in this game. So uh, unless something pops, like, uh, you know, after I record this, uh, there are no injuries at this current time with this game. So that's definitely interesting news here. And this is a game, again, like, I really don't want to target anyone in this game uh it's just a tough spot i think jonas valanchunas is interesting in tournaments we know the upside he has he's coming off a bad game against boston we know what upside he can have the price is down too so it's at 6k on both sites and he gets an indiana team which if you listen to my content i've always been indiana let's target them all year at the center position they've been awful so i don't hate him in tournaments i think that's an interesting option that you can obviously uh fire away on but like i'm not overpaying for old depot that price is too expensive and it's kind of a tough match I know he's been playing really well recently, but uh, this matchup is not easy against uh, you know this backcourt here. If anything, I'd probably fire away on the backcourt like a Lowry or a DeRozan, but I don't think you want to spend your money that way on this slate. So please don't like uh, you know put LeBron in there, put Towns. Those are just two better options, or not even them two. Anthony Davis, like there's those three studs. Like uh, it's the, he's playing Phoenix, so uh, yeah, it's just like those three guys are guys I'd rather spend on. And I don't think I'm going to be living in the mid tier with these price tags on these guys. I'm really going to be living up top trying to get two. If I can get three, that'd be great. I don't think you can do that, but if I could get three, I would definitely do that. So uh, we'll have to see, obviously, wait on news and whatnot. But it sounds like two of those three will be in a lot of my lineups. And I just think this is a game to kind of stay away from. Again, in tournaments, I think Jonas Valanciunas fits like, you know, say you're you're building out your lineups you put, and you need a mid tier guy. I don't hate Valanciunas because of the upside that we've seen for him. He's not a guy I love to play. Just understand the volatility with him. And I don't I don't know. I think that wraps it up for me on this one. I really don't know who else I'd like. I mean, Serge Ibaka has been playing a lot better, so I wouldn't hate him. Uh, price is going up a little bit, but uh, I like riding him on his hot streaks, and he's definitely on a nice little streak right now, so I don't hate that. And like, if you want to take a shot on Fred Van Elite, Fred Van Vliet, I wouldn't hate that. Uh, I think he's perfectly fine play at his price. He's not bad, but again, not a game I love. Let's go to the next one. Let's go to the Miami Heat and the New York Knicks, and we got some injuries here. Two hundred nine total in a game that's uh, you know doesn't matter a ton playoff wise, but uh, you know we got 
Enos Cantor, it looks like he's going to be out for this game. We got Michael Beasley, who's battling an illness, so he's going to be questionable. So uh, those are two guys in the front court that are definitely going to be uh, important uh, and definitely give us some value on this Knicks side of the ball. So uh, we also have Troy Williams. He is out, too. So, uh, yeah. That'll, that's about it for uh, the injuries on this game. But uh, let's talk about the Heat side real quick. I, I think Whiteside has upside right at this price. And uh, if you know he's going to get the minutes, I want to fire away. And, you know, he's kind of angry at the coach saying, man, if there's a mismatch, give me the ball. Like, he's like, he's kind of getting annoyed about that. And if I get word that Whiteside's going to get a lot of run, then I'll do it. And if you want to take a shot in tournaments, I wouldn't hate it, but I wouldn't go too much exposure on it. I would, there's definitely some risk to it. And honestly, like, with the heat side of the ball, they're just all they're just all like healthy and that's one of the issues like you know this is april nba and i want to target guys who are injured and well, not guys who are injured but i want to target situations that are there's injured players and kind of take advantage of that value and i really don't see it here on the heat that much so uh sure maybe one of these guys could be on the winning tournament team because the knicks are bad at basketball but i don't know i think we should we can just stay away from the heat uh if i play anyone it's probably Whiteside and just pray that he gets a ton of minutes and has that ceiling you know 50 point game at this price and uh you know Spolster just gives him the run and kind of believes in him but I doubt that's really going to happen. Nick's uh, out of the ball, though. I mean, there is some interest to have here. And uh, one of the reasons is uh, Kyle O'Quinn. I mean, he's been great. The problem is the price. Uh, it's a little expensive. On FanDuel, 6.8K, I would stay away. On DraftKings, 5.7K, I like that price tag. I think uh, I think he still you know, has upside here, can easily get it done. So I think we can still play uh, Kyle O'Quinn here in this spot. Trey Burke, he's a little pricey for my liking. I really don't want to be playing Trey Burke here that much. I uh, just don't love this price tag on him uh it's, it's just i i get it right he showed that 50 point game out of nowhere you know two games ago 48.5 uh, he can obviously have big games but do i want to pay this price on trey burke against a miami office that's good defensively against point guards probably not so i'll stay away from him uh if a guy like beasley is out uh, i'm trying to see like who who get the run here i mean all right they can mix it up with like Cornette and isaiah hicks but who knows what they'll do with those two guys uh, small forward, I guess they'd give Lance Thomas a pile of minutes, but you know he only saw 26 the last game against Orlando. Uh, I, like that's when I don't know. I just don't see us playing many guys here, but Kyle O'Quinn. I think just keep it simple and just go with Kyle O'Quinn. Uh, I, I, I get, yeah, I think that's it. Just Kyle O'Quinn is really the interest I have. Uh, so guess the two centers in this game are the only ones I really want to target. Uh, so yeah, that's about it for this game. Uh, let's go on to the next one. We have the Chicago Bulls and the Boston Celtics. Low total, two hundred and one total, and you know, coming off of the the, the sour news that there's going to be no Kyrie Irving for this Celtics team. Uh, disappointed in it that my Celtics will not be able to really make a real playoff run this year. But hey, we'll have to go back next year. But. Uh, you know, this is a game that doesn't really matter for the Celtics. They're pretty much locked in their position, and the Bulls they're kind of tanking and doing whatever. I expect the Celtics to easily win this game play their young guys, right, you know, play the Tatums, play their Marcus Morris, like all these guys, Jalen Brown, they'll all get like their normal run, uh, Terry Rozier, maybe mess around with some stuff, but uh, I think you're just going to see, this is a game that you just stay away from, the Celtics are just going to do what they've been doing, they're kind of priced up there for their situations, if you force me to play anyone, it's like Marcus Morris is the guy I would probably like the most, uh, that's probably the guy I would target, and uh, I get how Al Horford, I don't hate him either, I don't like his Fandle price, drafting 7k too, uh, I don't know, I just don't love that price I, I think it's a great matchup though for him and if i know he's going to get that you know massive run but i could see this being a game where they just kind of mix the minutes around a ton and i, I think i just want to stay away from this game not one of my favorite ones uh, i wouldn't hate terry rogier in tournaments because the price is down and he can obviously have upside there uh, but i don't know I, I don't love this game a lot 
let's talk about the both side of the ball though. You know, we got Chris Dunn out, we got Zach Levine out, Denzel Valentine out. Noah Vonley still dealing with an injury. He's questionable for this game. And Robin Lopez expecting him to rest and same with Zipster. So we have a we have a Bulls team that, that doesn't have a lot of guys out here. So I, I'm guessing Cameron Payne is still going to get his normal run that he's been getting. I think he's a fine cash game play. Uh, don't love him in tournaments. Again, Celtics are a pretty good defensive team. You know, Brad Stevens is a good defensive mind coach. So uh, I definitely would worry about that. Sean Kilpatrick, I think he's interesting in tournaments. Don't mind taking a shot on him. Uh, he's definitely getting a decent amount of run now. And they signed him to, a, I think, like a three year deal which was weird like it was either two or three year deal and like why are you signing sean kilpatrick to that long of a deal you don't need to so uh yeah sean kilpatrick i think he's a, a perfectly fine play but again uh this is my favorite spot to target guys david nawab i think he'd be an interesting value too will probably likely get 30 minutes and be a fine play and then in the front court with noah vonley being questionable it's likely going to be a small rotation of uh noah or not noah vonley it's gonna be a straight rotation of cristiano felicio and i'd probably stay away from felicio i'm not the biggest fan of him but he is cheap i think he can get away with it but uh he can get some foul trouble at times and then laurie marketing i like him he's he's shown some upside in the past uh you know a couple games but he's only played 24 minutes uh why has he played 24 minutes all three games sounds like they have him on just like a hard you know just minutes cap they're really tanking and just not like running him out there enough if they were gonna run him for 30 minutes i'd be down but again this is a bulls team that's trying not to win so i'm doing my best to kind of stay away from these guys maybe just take some shots on some value plays here and there and that's about it Let's go on to the next game. We got the Sacramento Kings and the Memphis Grizzlies, 211 total. And man, if this was January, there'd probably be no way I'd be playing guys in this game. But oh, there's too much injury news that we have to be playing guys in this game. It's kind of a must. So uh, Tyreek Evans, he is out. Marcus Gasol, out. Uh, we got Scala BCA. He was out on Tuesday. Don't have word on him for the next game, so that's going to be news to obviously watch. Andrew Harrison out. Jermichael Green out. Zach Randolph. He, you know, still out for personal reasons, so who knows with him. Uh, it's just obviously late season. They just don't feel like playing him. He probably doesn't feel like playing, so uh, maybe if LBCA is out, he feels like he's forced to play, and then he goes out there, but I don't know. It's also in Memphis, so maybe he, like, maybe if Scal does sit, uh, Zebo could play, and uh, he, you know, he's from Memphis. Uh, he played there, right? So uh, that was one place he played a lot of time at. So maybe he wants to go out there and they sit scal in this game, and maybe he becomes an interesting uh, tournament play that has some upside. So I kind of, I kind of wonder if that's going to be an interesting tournament play that you could run back because we're going to have interest in Memphis guys, and if you want to run it back with someone, maybe he becomes the guy that's interesting. Uh, Jarrell Martin, he's out for this game too. Again, Wayne Selden out. I mean, there's so many injuries on the Memphis side of the ball. It's just, everyone's out. Like. So there's like mainly like a, uh, there's some main guys that I'm really going to be king in on on the Memphis side of the ball here. One of them is Marshawn Brooks. They signed him to a uh, they signed him to a contract. He was on a 10 day, but uh, he's now like officially officially a uh, you know officially a uh, a member of this team. So he's going to be a guy that I expect on Memphis to get a lot of run. Uh, Played, you know, last last game, 36 minutes, had a massive game of 25 points. And the game before that, 18 minutes, 24 points, then 21 minutes, 21 points. He's been scoring and playing really well. So Marshawn Brooks is going to be a really good value play that I'm going to be targeting here against the Kings. Two more guys who I think are great value plays because, again, like, on the Memphis side of the ball, I mean, this is a mess in the front court. Like, we just have, they just have no one out there. They have no bodies. I mean, with no Gasol, with no Jermichael Green and Jarrell Martin, 
they only have Yvonne Rab and Deonta Davis to run at this position. So I'm going to play Deonta Davis. I'm going to play Yvonne Rab. These are going to be guys that are pretty much locked into my lineups. Unless, I, I mean, unless they like bring up some guys that I don't know about or assign some guys that can kind of take up that spot. But I think they're going to get so much run here. I like them here in this spot. I'm, I'm assuming maybe Dylan Brooks uh, gets some run at the power forward position or, or uh, maybe Marshawn Brooks. I don't know. I just, I, they only have two guys that can play those positions. So I'm wondering one of them got to slide down uh but i again i think brooks is a guy i'm gonna love today on this slate definitely have some interest in him dylan brooks uh i, I think he's okay but i again i'd rather play these other two guys dylan brooks could be interesting though uh he could obviously be a, a value play that we we target and you know he's one of the uh you know better players still standing uh you know injury wise so he could obviously get some, a ton of shots and be interesting so i wouldn't sleep on him i don't think he's a terrible play and he can kind of slide into a lot of different positions uh, ben Macklemore, I, I, I don't want to do it on this slate. I think there's other guys I can play. I don't hate it, but uh, you know, I think he's a tournament play, like strictly like tournament art play. There's other guys I like on this Memphis team that I'd rather target. Uh, he's one of those guys that's kind of like last guy maybe in that makes it in, and uh, again, I don't love him. Uh, and then you know, point guard, we have Mario Chalmers. Like I don't know, he got he's been hasn't been getting any minutes. Is this the time where he finally gets some minutes? Uh, I don't know. Oh, he's on the yeah. I don't know. I I don't know what's gonna happen with him. So I I don't know. Zero minutes. I just can't trust it. Right. I don't think they're gonna play him. They've been playing Marquise Teague. So I'm just gonna go off the expectation that even if Chalmers plays, he doesn't play a ton. And if you want to target a point guard, I could probably target Marquise Teague. But again, he hasn't been great. Not playing a lot of minutes. I'm really just gonna probably keep it simple. Go with Brooks. Go with the front court where there's no one playing. Go with Yvonne Rab and go with. Uh, Deontay Davis and that's about it for me I'll just keep it very very simple and uh, if you want to take shots on some of these guards I think you can but uh, I probably won't end up doing it so that's about it for this game for me uh, well I didn't talk about the Kings enough uh, I guess it's gonna like I said I'm gonna kind of keep it really really simple with the Kings uh, I just think targeting maybe like a Zach Randolph if he plays in scale sits I think that's gonna be an interesting way to go uh, if you want to run it back with maybe a Willie Cauley Stein, I mean, I wouldn't hate it, but like he has upside at that price. And if he gets the minutes, that's fine. But I don't know. It's just the minutes have been really inconsistent. I mean, 37 minutes, 19, 24, 26. If a guy like Scal sits too, that'll be great for Cauley Stein. He's just gonna be forced to be out there for more minutes. So uh, I think Willie Cauley Stein is fine. But uh, I don't know, there could be enough guys here where a guy like Zebo doesn't play like I wouldn't play Zebo unless I find out uh, unless I find out that he's playing right in you know old team again against his old team and whatnot they could find ways to obviously uh you know go out there and give some guys some minutes i think uh and get creative but we'll have to see again this is gonna be a spot to wait on news on uh with scala bca to see what happens and there's all like i said there's already that front court in memphis that i love and that's gonna be one i'd rather target so i'm kind of running out of spots to roster these uh big men anyways and if i like a guy like anthony davis and towns again i'm running out of spots for big men so uh, i don't think we have to go crazy with that but that'll about wrap up this game. I don't really want to target any of these guards here. They're all kind of priced up now, and I just don't think it's necessary on this slate. Let's go to the next game, New Orleans, uh, you know, New Orleans Pelicans and the uh, Phoenix Suns. This is a game we got some injuries here. Devin Booker out, TJ Warren out, Elf Payton out, Tyson Chandler out, Troy Daniels, he's dealing with an injury. Uh, not expected to play, so let's not expect him. Alan Williams, he's out. Uh, Frank Jackson out, you know, Jinsa, all these random Pelicans. You know, Ian Clark, he's out. So uh, no need to worry about these guys on the, the Pelicans and the Suns. So that's going to be a lot of value there. I mentioned a lot of guys that are out in this game. Anthony Davis is one of my favorite players in this game if you can get him in your lineups 
get him in your lineups. He's going to be a phenomenal play on this slate. Uh, Drew Holiday, too. I know he's expensive, but, uh, you know, I talked about a lot of value plays that we like. And if you could spend on, on Drew Holiday, I don't hate it. I think he's a fine play. Even Rajon Rondo, I think, in tournaments, I don't hate it at that price. If you're looking for a guy in the mid-tier, he has a ton of upside. And when he gets going, he he gets going. And this is a spot where uh, these these guards are not good, right? Rajon Rondo against Tyler Ewell's defense, uh, he should be able to eat him up. So, that's perfectly fine for me. I really do like Tyler Eulis. Price has definitely gone up, though. That's one of the things, you know, we're not getting for that 4K range. We're getting him at 5.6K and 5.9K. I think he's fine. Uh, you know, I'll probably still get exposure to him, but he's a guy I'm not going crazy with. Uh, I think he's a fine play, but he's not one I'm just, like, all in on. Uh, I like him, though. He's definitely going to be someone I get a lot of, ex- you know, I get a lot of exposure to. It's not like an all-in lock play at this price. You know, it was like an all-in lock play at the 4, you know, at the 4.5K, 4.8K. At 5.9K with all the minutes he's going to get, I'm still going to get a ton of exposure to him. I'm still going to probably play him in cash games, but again, not not a lock like some of the other guys I talked about that are just going to get the insane amount of run. Uh, just the price is a little expensive, but I, I like him. Probably will get exposure to him for sure because he's going to put up a ton of shots on this slate. Uh, Daniel House, he's been a pretty good value play. I'll probably get exposure to him. Uh, he's a solid play. Don't hate that. Uh, Shaq Harrison, if you want to take a tournament dart with him, I don't hate it, but I like Daniel House a little bit more than him, so I'd rather go that route. Josh Jackson, a little expensive, man. Like uh, I, I, He's still a good play uh, at 8K, uh, but I, I don't know if I want to spend that on him. On DraftKings, I like him more at 7.4K and Fantasy Draft, so I'd probably rather play Josh Jackson over there. Instead, he's going to see a pile of minutes, and I like to play wings against the Pelicans. Uh, I guess the one thing that's nice on FanDuel at, at, at the 8K price tag is uh, small forward vision. I don't really like the roster, so if you know you want to, you know, if you have the money for him and want to jam him in, I don't hate that. I guess so. Uh, again, I love targeting Pelicans with wing players, so uh, I definitely have interest in Josh Jackson. I just hate how his price is up there, and um, you know, I'm trying to jam in like Towns, Davis, uh, and LeBron, or, or just maybe, maybe probably two of the three. So the question is, when I jam the two of those three in there, is it going to work? Right? Uh, am I gonna, you know, am I gonna uh, be able to get a, a guy in the mid tier like a Josh Jackson with my builds? I don't know, but I do like him. If, if he fits, you know, I'd obviously would play him. Uh, I definitely would sign off on that one. Uh, you know, on the Pelican side, like Etwan Moore, I think he's a, you know, I don't think we need to really take a shot on him. I know he had that random 48 point game against the Memphis Grizzlies and I can't explain that it'll happen at times. Uh, he was obviously hitting his shot, but, and he could do it against the Suns again. If he fits your last spot, I wouldn't hate it, but I'm not really going, going out of my way to roster Etwan Moore here. So I'll pass on him. Uh, you know, in the front court though, we got Alan Williams. He is out, uh, you know, Alex Len, he's likely the only big man in town here. So they're going to need his body body against you know anthony davis and okafor and they're just gonna need his size so uh alex len i think he's someone that you can play for a cheap price tag he has upside at this price so i don't hate that dragon bender marquise chris they're obviously gonna get some run uh question is do we want to target these guys I, I don't know i don't think we i think we you know it's the pelicans right this is a game that's gonna 219 total they don't play a ton of defense i think they're guys you can mix and match throughout your lineup but i'm not trying to get too much exposure to them i just think it's a fine spot just kind of uh you know keep keep the expectations low don't go crazy with those guys Nikola Mirotic, he's a you know a boom bust play. If you want to play him, you can, but I'm not going to play him. He's just a really frustrating play, and uh, I'm just going to stay away from him uh, the rest of the year. And, and if they make playoffs, maybe I'll go to him once they tighten up rotations and if he's part of that tight rotation. But I don't know what they're going to do there with that. It's been a really frustrating, and annoying spot. It seems like a great spot for Mirotic where he could 
throw up a ton of threes. Again, if you want to take a dart throw on them, I think you can, but uh, probably not something I'll do. Not a core guy I'm really targeting or anything like that. Mainly looking, uh, you know, if I kind of recap this game, I was all over the place when I was breaking it down for you. But if I'm recapping this game, I uh, really like Tyler Eulis and Josh Jackson. Those are two two of the sons I'm really targeting. I think House is a really good play too. Those are like, if I had to pick three sons, those are the three I'd maybe look at. And if you make me pick a big man, I like Alex Len too. Uh, again, this is a game that I'm going to want to get a ton of exposure to. I like the sunset of the ball. It's just a really tight rotation right now. Uh, with all the injuries a lot of usage to go around at cheap prices for these guys so i like those four those are the four i'm mainly uh, looking at and on the pelican side of the ball it's anthony davis is my, my favorite target and then uh, i don't mind uh, getting drew holiday and rajon rondo exposure here and there but again uh they're a little pricey uh, like rondo he's a real big boom bust play and then uh, drew holiday is pricey if you can fit him sure but um, again i talked about my construction it's going to be very simple it's going to be lebron davis and uh, LeBron Davis and Towns, and then really just jamming in those value plays. Like I said, the value plays on Memphis that I talked about uh, in the front court, really like them. And then, you know, kind of just filling out my roster from there. All right, let's talk about the last game of the night. And man, this is a game I definitely want to target, definitely want to get some exposure to here. Uh, you know, it's the, uh, you know, Timberwolves, Lakers, 219.5 total. Timberwolves coming off of a really tough loss yesterday. I mean, that was a win that they needed to get. I mean, both ga- both teams needed that win, so it was going to be heartbreaking no matter whoever lost that game. So I'm expecting them to, you know, really come out swinging in this next one and win this game here. So uh, I, I like a lot of Timberwolves in this spot. I'm expecting most of the guys to play in this game. You know, they had some injuries yesterday. Jimmy Butler, uh, he kind of disappointed us. He didn't play yesterday. I'm assuming he plays in this game. I mean, he basically said yesterday he was going to warm up and, like, talk about how important these games are down the stretch. And coming off a loss, I mean, I I could see Jimmy Butler just playing in this one, not caring and be like, I'm playing this game. I mean, the Lakers have played a lot better, too. I'm not expecting the Lakers just to fold over and give them a free win. So uh, if I look at anyone in this game, if Jimmy Butler plays 6.7k on DraftKings, love that price tag. I mean, talk about guys in the mid tier that you know. I talked about you know jamming in two of those studs, and if I can on one guy in the mid tier, and I know he's playing, give me Jimmy Butler at 6.7k. His name's Jimmy Minutes. If he's out there, you know he's going to give it a full go. And if we don't have word, I and honestly I hope we don't have word up to lineup lock. This is a 10:30 game, and I want to keep his ownership down in tournaments. So give me Jimmy Butler at a really really cheap price tag of 6.7k. If he plays, I'm sure he'll play a pile of minutes and in tournaments that could really pay off and be the difference and if we don't get word up the lineup lock no one wants to play him if they don't have word that he's playing i played him yesterday on my one team and i lost right i I had a terrible performance i think i put up a 212 like it was embarrassing how bad my team was but i was taking shots in tournaments right and i played jimmy butler and he got me a fat zero but i'm gonna do it again here in this spot and i hope we don't have news because i'll have low ownership on him uh let me actually pull up the ownership so i can tell you what he was yesterday so yeah, actually, like looking back at my lineup, I mean, if those Trailblazers didn't disappoint, my, I mean, my team was wasn't bad. Uh, I had some disappointing guys in it though. But Jimmy Butler, uh, in his ownership was one point two percent owned. Could you imagine getting Jimmy Butler at six point seven k at one point two percent owned? Again, I'm not playing cash games this this time of year. I'm playing tournaments. That's what I'm doing. So. Uh, I'm hoping Jimmy Butler plays. This could be one of the most profitable spots for Jimmy Butler all year long at 6.7K in a must-win game against the Lakers who played a fast tempo. I just don't see how we don't play Jimmy Butler. Guys, take shots in tournaments. On FanDuel at 8.5K, I understand it's more of a tournament play. I completely understand that. 
Uh, and it's one of those plays where it's kind of expensive too. But at 6.7K there, like fantasy draft, let me find out his price tag too there because he could be really cheap and be a difference maker for you over there. I just I think he could just be the difference to winning a slate and you know just, just kind of putting you over the top. Again, if we get him at 1.2% again, that would be absolutely awesome. Yeah, 12.8K for Jimmy Butler. That's crazy to me. So uh, have to like that price tag on him. That's enough talk about Jimmy Butler. Let's talk about some other guys that I like in this game. Obviously, I like Towns. I talked about him throughout the slate. He's someone I'm looking to pay up for. Uh, Lakers struggle a ton at the front court. I mean, this could be a great spot for Carl Anthony Towns. I want to get exposure to him. Uh, Jeff Teague, I think he could have a fine game, but I'm probably going to stay away. I just, if you want to mix and match without your lineups, that's fine. But I already like, I already like Jimmy Butler. I already like Towns. There's two guys I'm keying in on. I'll probably maybe go for some Taj Gibson, uh, you know, at a cheapish price. And I like to target the Lakers in the front court a little bit rather than at the guard position because, you know, they got a guy like KCP defending there. So, uh, yeah, I'm just going to kind of keep it simple with that. If you want to take Jamal Crawford off the bench for that, uh, you know, uses that he has as a cheap play, I don't hate that. Uh, but I'm really keeping it simple to Towns. Uh, Towns and Butler, I'm just going to, like, focus in on them. I think they're great plays, and uh, those are my, my two favorite guys on this game. And then maybe mix in some Taj Gibson. Let's talk about the Lakers side of the ball, because obviously if we have interest in, in the – in the in the Timberwolves, if I play Butler and Towns together, and I want to run it back with some guys, who do I want to run it back with? I'm not saying you have to run it back with people, but uh, we do like what the Lakers have been doing. They've been running a really tight rotation, and that's been great, uh, you know, for DFS. On the Lakers side of the ball, I mean, I, I just think you kind of just keep it simple. Play these guys who are getting a ton of minutes, right? Play the Kuzmas, the Randles, Brooke Lopez, he's probable. But, man, one thing that the you know Timberwolves do struggle with is covering some guys at the three-point line, those stretch bigs. And this could be a big Brooke Lopez game. And his price is a little down, and he was crushing. So I don't hate taking a shot on him in tournaments. The only problem is I like a lot of these big men I've talked about already, and I might lose a spot for him. But if you have a spot for him, I don't hate it. I know the last three games have been ugly. But, again, this is a game that he could really thrive from the three-point lines. So uh, I, I like him. I think he's interesting. Like I said, I like Randall. I like Kuzma. Uh, it, it's just the Lakers, they run such a tight rotation. They have all these injuries. Uh, Ken Tavis called up Pope. I, I think he's fine too. Josh Hart. Same with Ennis. These are guys that you can kind of mix and match throughout your lineups and feel confident in. So that's kind of the approach I would take. There's no like strong guy that I have this like huge take on. It's more so fill out your lineup with the core guys I kind of liked and talked about and the core guys that you like, obviously. Don't just take what I say. Uh, anyone that you've researched, like kind of fill out with them. And uh, these Lakers guys, there's not like one guy I'm mainly keying in on and feel like I have to have and have to play it's more so you know i'm just kind of they're, they're guys that you feel throughout your lineup and you feel good about you're like okay they can definitely get there they're going to get a ton of minutes uh this is you know going to be a, a game to target tonight and get exposure to and like i said uh, i'm already playing jimmy butler and uh, carl anthony towns in most of my lineups on DraftKings. so uh again unless i can let, let's see uh, real quick i don't know if you can actually play uh all three of those studs like i talked about davis uh lebron like, i just don't think that even works but uh, let me check real quick and see if that would even work for you guys, but I don't know. It doesn't seem like something that would even fit. Uh, Davis, Towns, and then LeBron. You have 3.28K per position, so good luck filling that out. That's pretty difficult to do, uh, but uh, I don't know. Maybe maybe we'll have all this value where we're able to do it for sure. Uh, again, it's uh, April MBA, so you never know. So 3.28K to fill out the rest of your spots, but that about do it for me, guys. Again, uh, I'll kind of go. I'll kind of give you a breakdown of again what I like the most. Uh, Memphis, I like those big men. Those are two things I'm really going to target on. Jimmy Butler in tournaments. We're not going to really have word on him, uh, hopefully, and I'll just take a shot on him. Again, it's not a guy I'm playing in 100% of my lineups, right? Uh, say you're playing 20 lineups. I just had him at 1.2%, and we don't have word up the lineup lock. And if we do get word, he's going to be chalky and a guy that everyone's going to get exposure to. But say we don't get word, 
you know, put him on two or three of your lineups. You're going to be way overweight on him. I mean, you could only put him on one and you're overweight, but get him on two, right? I mean, this is just too good of a spot for him. And if you take the zero, you take a zero, right? But the tournament upside is immense for him there. Uh, love Carl Anthony Towns too. Anthony Davis, LeBron James. Those are guys I'm definitely key in on too. And like I said, I'm going to keep it simple with that core. I'm going to play two of those three studs and uh, then kind of mix in that Memphis value and whatnot. And Kind of call it a day, and like obviously guys like Marshawn Brooks, other value plays that'll open up throughout the day because more value will open up, right? And uh, we might get off some of other value plays because of that, uh, and you know maybe we get off some mid tier plays. We're able to jam in all three guys, but I don't know. That sounds crazy, and I don't know if that'll definitely work, uh, but we'll have to see. So thanks a lot for joining me, guys. If you have any questions uh, about the slate, I'm always willing to answer as best as possible if I'm if I'm available to. So give me a follow on Twitter. It's at Travis Mangone. T R A V I S M A N G O N E. Happy to help you guys out. So thanks a lot for listening to the Daily Fantasy Fix podcast. Uh, I'll be back tomorrow with Josh doing the weekend grind. So check that out. And uh, I'll see you guys later. Pros do it right by relying on trusted brands to get the job done. Lowe's is here to help with more of those brands in stock like DeWalt and Little Giant. We stock the largest in-store selection of DeWalt power tools and accessories of any national retailer. Now save $60 on a two-pack of DeWalt 20-volt max batteries, now just $99. Plus, we now offer the Little Giant King Combo Ladder, the world's first step, extension, and leaning ladder, giving you the flexibility to do just about any job for only $159. Do it right for less. Start with Lowe's. Offer valid through 616, U.S. only. Let's say you just bought a house. Bad news is, you're one step closer to becoming your parents. You'll proudly mow the lawn. Ask if anybody noticed you mowed the lawn. Tell people to stay off the lawn. Compare it to your neighbor's lawn. And complain about having to mow the lawn again. Good news is, it's easy to bundle home and auto through Progressive and save on your car insurance. Which, of course, will go right into the lawn. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company, affiliates, and other insurers. Discount not available in all states or situations.